welcome back to Noah's Window. Again, we're still in the story of Elijah up on Mount Carmel, and uh, we've already kind of talked a little bit about what's going on there, but uh, review what's going on at the beginning when Elijah's challenging the Baal worshipers to, to get a response. Well, the people of Israel, the northern kingdom, had wandered far away from God. They were worshiping idols. They were led by their wicked king and queen Ahab and Jezebel. There were people in the middle that thought they would somehow could somehow worship Jehovah God and worship Baal too. And Elijah knew that those people were in danger of losing their souls because there's no way that you can worship God and Baal at the same time. So he challenged them. He, he challenged them to a contest up on top of Mount Carmel. He gave the Baal prophets and priests their opportunity to build an altar, put a sacrifice on the altar. And then Elijah said he would put a sacrifice on the altar and they would each pray. And the God that sent down fire, spontaneous fire from heaven, that God would be recognized as God. And so uh, the, I guess foolishly, the prophets of Baal accepted Elijah's challenge because as we've learned anything from the, if we've learned anything in the Bible about idols, they can't see, they can't hear, they can't act. So, you know. Well, and the people, clearly they had some sincere belief enough to, to call on their God over and over. They went through all kinds of rituals. Eventually they're even like cutting themselves. They did, they did some uh, pretty, pretty amazing things um, to, as though they really believed something was going to happen, which is kind of hard to even Well, you're talking about the prophets and priests of Baal because Elijah allowed them to go first. Right. So they put their sacrifice on the altar and then they start praying. And the Bible indicates they prayed all day long. They prayed throughout time. the morning. They prayed throughout the afternoon. So to your point, I guess they they had some sincerity. And, and the Bible says, as was their custom, they began they to cut, cut themselves. themselves. And so, you know. Until the blood gushed, they yeah, said. And, yeah. and they were crying out, Bill, hear us. And of course, you know, I love Elijah. Uh, Elijah. <laughs> he had some funny things. He had some, he had some strange things in his personality. <laughs> so uh, he begins to kind of taunt them a little bit uh, because they're praying. And Elijah says, hey, you're not praying loud enough. Pray louder. And, and so, you know, they pray louder. That gets them all stirred up. And then nothing's happening. Elijah says, nothing happening. Your God's not answering. Maybe he's gone on a vacation. And then he really gets, he kind of gets tough with, he said, maybe your God's gone to the restroom. I mean, he's just saying all these things, and the more he talks, the wilder they get. And, yeah, they keep going. I, you know, there is this notion even in our culture that if you're if you sincerely believe something, yeah, you're okay. Well, that's because we live in this postmodern era where people have the idea that all belief systems uh, are are somehow equivalent. Unless it's Christianity. Unless it's Christianity, but yeah. you know, it's you, maybe right for you. It's this is right for me, mm -hmm. and so there's sort of this assumed moral equivalence between belief systems. But as you are going to tell us in yeah. a moment, the response was uh, crickets. Yeah, so in, in uh, chapter 18, this is First Kings chapter 18. Uh, I'm going to jump in in verse 28. It says, so they shouted louder and following their no normal custom, they cut themselves with knives and swords yeah. until the blood gushed out. They raved all afternoon until the time of the evening sacrifice. So that's a lot of dedication. That was a lot of hours. Sure is. But still, there was no sound, no reply and no response so their god didn't answer no nothing happened and the, you know throughout the old testament and even sometimes in the new testament the bible keeps repeating that these gods are made by men's hands they're not mm -hmm. gods you know i love what the bible teaches i think it's in the book of isaiah where it says you know they'll take one piece of wood and 
you know, a carver will carve out an idol from one piece of it, but then they'll use the rest of it to heat their house and cook their food. And God's like, don't you understand your idol came from the same place your firewood came from, you know? And, and there's no sound. And, and I love something else that we read in the Bible where God tells people not to worship idols. He said they can't see, they can't hear, and they can't act. Mm. And I think that's a, that's a real indictment of any kind of idolatry against our God who sees all, who can do all, Which and hears everything. The, the, um, if, you, if you're reading through the Old Testament, when you hear like other kings or peoples refer to the true God, and, and they'll, if you'll notice it when it's in the scripture, it'll, when, when the pagans are talking about our God, they'll, they'll compare him to their gods. That's the only gods they've ever known. So in, in essence, from their perspective, our God isn't real. Mm-hmm. And they just presume he's the same as any other made-up God. Yeah. And, and, and what a shame to not know the true God who does hear, who does see, and who can respond. Well, and we know him. And we, right. we, we've experienced, those of us who have known Christ for a while, we've experienced his answer prayer. We've experienced mm-hmm. his working in our lives. We've experienced things that have happened in our lives that can, can't be explained any other way except God. So we know that we worship the true God. Even though the things that people worship today are visible, it doesn't mean that they're gods. Correct. You know, I mean, it, we talked about this earlier. When you look at what people worship, what was behind those idols was sex, money, power, mm-hmm. uh, favor, good luck, whatever. That's what they were wanting when they worshiped those idols. Well, today, people are still after sex, they're still after money, they're still after getting ahead, and, and they will set up idols in their hearts, is what the New Testament says. Mm-hmm. They set up idols in their hearts, but those gods can't rescue. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we keep hearing stories of people that have multi, multi millions of dollars in Hollywood, but their lives are a wreck, you know? Right, and, it, we, and we've heard some of those stories personally. I know just recently you were telling a story that goes way back, probably 20 years, about the very wealthy young businessman who was about to take his life Mm-hmm. And uh, he ended up here in the radio broadcast. And so we know so many people, we've heard so many stories of people who had all the things this world had to offer, but they were empty inside. And when they were looking for answers in all those empty places, they got no, no response. Yeah, I never will forget when, he, when he, he started off by telling me all the things that he had. He was 33 mm-hmm. years old. He had houses. He had boats. He, had, he only worked six months a year. He had everything he wanted. He had women in his life. And it had led him, in fact, I think he was over by, not far from where Greenwich Place is now, the shopping center, he was over there, that was just all country then. He's looking for a place to pull over and put a bullet through his head. And he caught the message. In fact, it's interesting, I was preaching on the Holy Spirit. In fact, I just said this last weekend. I I had said in the sermon, you weren't meant to live life by yourself. I think I even said this last weekend. And that's all he heard. He didn't know about the Holy Spirit. He didn't know about God. He just heard this preacher that said, you can't live life by yourself. And so he called our office. What's beautiful, Mary Alice, is he had all those things. And I'll never forget that day when he knelt beside my coffee table and gave his heart and life to Jesus Christ. And he rose up a different man. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like all that stuff that he'd accumulated, it didn't, it didn't satisfy him. Mm-hmm. He got to know Jesus. You know, I baptized him. I watched him grow before the Lord moved him to another state. But when you have Jesus, he beats all the other idols. That's right. There's, there's no, I mean, he's not an idol. No he joy. beats the idols. Right. There, there's no joy in the emptiness that this world has to offer. No, no. But we can find joy in a relationship with the Lord. And, uh, you know, I just think we need to be reminded of that. Yeah. that uh, you know, maybe we could put a link to one of our favorite songs from way, way, way back in the past. 
by Lenny Wolf, you know, only Jesus can satisfy Ooh, that's your soul. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I think he wrote it when he was a young. You were seventeen when he wrote yeah, that. He was so young. Yeah. So um, that's that's just good for us to remember that um, our God does hear. Our does our God and does he does hear. respond. Mm-hmm. And on that note, uh, Mark, would you pray for us this morning? Father, uh, as you caused the fire to fall that day on Mount Carmel, we need to see evidence of your power. We know you're there, but Lord, we want to see answered prayers. We want to see you work and move in our lives that we may glorify you. And Lord, I pray for everyone on Noah's window who's got some kind of struggle in his or her life, some kind of need. We look to you and we pray, God, that you will answer the God who does see, the God who does hear, and the God who has the power to act. We pray that you will work in those lives and we'll give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us here on Noah's Window. And I hope the uh, verses that we've shared with you are an encouragement. I hope you'll go grab your Bible and read through these stories because there's so much there that we're not even covering, but it'll, I believe it'll be a blessing to you. Now, this is one of my favorite parts of the Bible. And, and uh, I did a series called Kings and Queens a few years ago. That's right. And uh, I'm just aching to do another one of those series. It may not be till next summer, but yeah, I, I think would we love need to. to. I think we need to repeat that. There's I love so these stories. There. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day. We'll see you soon on Noah's Window. God bless.